0: Welcome to another episode of Once Upon East 112. My name is Aaron Avra and joined with me is Donatus Carroll. Week in, week out, he shows up. Donatus, how are you doing?
1: Aaron, the man, the myth, the legend, the
2: greatest
1: <laughs> podcast host of all time. My man, I'm doing great. Brother, how are you, man?
0: Hey, I am. Excellent, I cannot complain. Um, it's been a good week it 's going to be a short week um, because well I mean I guess not a short week. Friday we have a teacher work day, so it's a short teaching week, but nonetheless i mean it's been uh, it's been pretty good, pretty good can 't complain. Um, For all our listeners out there, we're going to go ahead and jump on a bandwagon that you will see all over NFL Live, SportsCenter, ESPN, podcasts. Try and get our takes out there as quickly as we can before y'all say that we stole them. Um, (laughs) We are going to be talking about the quarterback carousel of this free agency. This is like the first major free agency that has – a ton of well-named quarterbacks who are free agents, and not just free agents, but like potentially not going to stay in their um, in their current position, free agents. Uh, before we get into those, I want to remind you, we have a Facebook group. It's Once Upon East 112. Please feel free to like us there, comment, let us know how we're doing, invite your friends. We post all of our podcasts there, share them from there. Whatever it may be, at the end of this episode, if you completely just hate everything we said, let us know. If you agree <laughs> with something we said, <laughs> let us know. If you think we got part of it right but not fully right, let us know. I don't care what it is. Let us know. All
1: right. You ready for this, diagnosis? I'm ready, man. I'm super pumped. All
0: right. So just so y'all know, so our listeners know, we have it quote-unquote structured this week. Like, we know what we're going to talk about, but bear with us if we tail off into other avenues because there's so many, like, we have our list of quarterbacks we're going to talk about, but then there's also that are some that are free agents, so if we mention them, I and mean, this could be a, a whirlwind of adventure. Who knows? <laughs> but how, <laughs> how we have it set up and how we always like to set our things up is the things that we think are least, um, exciting or thrilling or vital or whatever we discuss first to get them out of the way. And then we get to the meat of what everyone contemplates. And so first up in our appetizer round, ooh, we could do this like serve this up almost like it's a meal. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: That, and that is, how, that is how I'm setting it up. So unless we go on side tangents and end up talking about somebody early uh, or if I don't remember, but (laughs) like I was saying, our appetizer, our appetizer round is going to be about uh, Tannehill, Prescott and Breeze. So just like we would do with a restaurant, there's a nice little menu there. Don, which one of the appetizer menu would you like to discuss first?
1: Let's uh let's start with Ryan Tannehill because I think. All right, let's do it. Um, most people are leaning in one direction, but I think it could get kind of interesting with Tannehill if you decide to decide to dip into the the main course a little bit. So we'll see. Let's see if we can just stay with the appetizer on Tannehill. <laughs> All right, so Tannehill.
0: What's uh so currently we know he is or he was with the Titans. He took them to a seven and three record after they benched Mariota. Who is also a free agent, but we are not going to talk about because he's probably going to back up. But Tannehill, what do we think happens with him? These appetizer rounds are going to go quick. It's like it doesn't it doesn't fill you. We just cover them quickly. What do you think ends up happening with Tannehill?
2: Yeah, like man, so best with, best
1: shot with uh, with Ryan Tannehill. I think best case scenario he returns to the tight ends. Um just because he's familiar with them. Like you said, he led them to the seventh third record led them to an ASC championship game. Um where you know, had the game been in, in in uh in Tennessee it probably would have been a little bit different. Um so I think I think they they re sign him to another three year contract or so um just because he's familiar with it. Where it's gonna get tricky is what they decide to do with him and Derek Henry having to to figure out both those people, um both those pieces. So I think they they Franchise tag, maybe Ryan Tannehill um, and then sign Derrick Henry to a long-term contract. Um, If they decide for whatever reason to let Ryan Tannehill walk, um, I think look for him to go to either teams that I think would work would be either the Broncos, the Colts, or the Bears, with probably the Bears being that next best fit um, for Ryan Tannehill. Allow, Allow him to compete with Mitchell Trubisky. Um, because the Bears are kind of structured the same way, um, as the Titans. So I think Tannehill could succeed there. Um, so those are my quick thoughts on Ryan Tannehill. Again, trying to breeze through these, uh, these appetizers. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on? What are your thoughts on Tannehill?
0: Yeah, the reason Tannehill's an appetizer, or uh, I
1: don't want to call
0: him a snack, that'll sound weird, um,
2: <laughs>
0: is because I don't think the Titans go out of their way to try and sign one of these. Big quarterbacks. I think they have the weapons. They they uh I think they can improve around him. I, I do think they have some good weapons. I think they have found a way, almost like the Chiefs found a way to make Alex Smith work for a few years. I think they'll give Tannehill. See, I, I don't even think they'll franchise tag him. I think they'll give him a two year deal, um with almost a one year out, almost like a LeBron deal. Um uh, okay. and uh and so therefore they can get out or he can get out. After a year, yeah. if it seems to not work, and then you focus on getting another QB, I wouldn't be surprised if they drafted one semi early, not like a first rounder, but maybe a second rounder, um, and let them develop while you have someone like Tannehill who can keep you relevant. I hate, I mean, I can't remember I'm saying this. I used to hate on Tannehill, but someone like <laughs> Tannehill who can keep you relevant for a few years. Um, right. like if they go after a Jake Fromm, like in the second or third round, whenever, wherever he falls to, um, and uh, just somebody that they can groom while Tannehill takes charge, I don't think they spend a lot of money on any of the other main quarterbacks, um, which would leave them with Tannehill, maybe a two- year deal, draft a quarterback, try and transition on, try and pay for the skill around him. Um, if he didn't stay in Tennessee. Um, I could see him maybe going to Indianapolis. I don't know if they're happy with Jacoby Percet, Um yeah. or give another person to kind of push him. Jacksonville is in need of a quarterback because I like, I, I like Gardner Minshew. I think Nick Foles has already done there. Um, yeah. But really I feel like it's either Minshew or you go for like a veteran to develop Minshew. Outside of that, I think his best landing spot will be to stay in Tennessee and continue to have that success in Tennessee. I don't think anybody else gives him the light of day. They may turn him into a backup again like Tennessee tried doing, um until Mariota wasn't good enough. Um, so, when the day is all said and done, who's he with?
1: At the end of the day, Ron Tittenhill, I think, I think he remains in Tennessee as a Titan.
0: I also think he remains in Tennessee. So there you go. We, there you have it. Number one of the appetizers. Tannehill will be in Tennessee next year. Take it to the bank. Go put a bet on it. Uh, say Aaron and Donatus told you. <laughs> next. <laughs> next up on our appetizer round is let's go with Drew Brees next. Because really, Brees, it's either, it's not even really where he going to be. It's going to be. Does Breeze retire like he threatened? Not threatened. That's, uh, I guess he didn't threaten that. <laughs> will Breeze retire like he mentioned, or will he become a Saint? And, caveat, if he retires, who do the Saints use as next in line? Do you want me to go first, or you want to take this one first? You go ahead and
1: go first. We can uh, right. alternate back and forth.
0: Honestly, I think Breeze stays in the league about two more years. Um, yeah. I think he is getting to the point of where he is. He's getting older. I think he's like 38 or 39. He, he's hes hes like Rivers age. Um, Rivers, Eli Manning type age. Um, I do think he's hitting retirement. I think Hillman, his wife, will talk a lot this offseason. He's come off a very strong season. I think he can still, in these next two years, win a Super Bowl. Um, Like, had they made it and won the Super Bowl this year, I would 100% say Brees is retiring. He's going out on top. The Uh fact that he's still playing at an elite level leads me to believe that he is going to stay another year or two. Uh, So I do not think he retires. But if he did retire, my prediction is going to be, because I've seen a lot of buzz around this, whether it's true or not, I believe that if he retires, that the Saints are not going to retain Teddy Bridgewater, but they are going to re-sign Taysom Hill, who is also a free agent, because supposedly reports have come out that the Saints are intrigued by the whole college-style offense that everybody's running nowadays, and that Taysom Hill would give them that option. And to that, though I love Taysom Hill, I think he's a great all-around player, I just don't know if he is a NFL-level quarterback, and I feel like they'll yeah. let Bridgewater walk and they'll regret it, but I do think they would go with Taysom Hill. But all in all, Breeze is back next year. That is my call. What do you think, Donovan? Yeah,
1: so, you know, Breeze is, um, Breeze is an interesting one, particularly, like you said, um, if he does retire, what the Saints do. Because the Saints are a team that – um like they're they're ready to go as long as you give them a good quarterback. They've got a solid running game with Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. They've got um arguably the best receiver in the game, definitely a top three guy to me in Michael Thomas. Um and then their defense is, is pretty good too. So They've got a team where if, um, if Breeze decides to retire, I don't know what exactly the cap space looks like for the Saints, but I think things get really interesting if Breeze decides to retire and the Saints don't keep t- Teddy Bridgewater because they could go out and get a lot of different people. They could go out and get, you know, so many of the people, um, that we're going to talk about later on, whether it's a Brady, um, or a Rivers, or if they were to trade for a Ken Newton, Um, anything like that. So, I the 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 I want to see. I I would love to see Breeze go somewhere else and see the Saints kind of mix things up. But I don't think that that happens. Um, I think that Breeze does end up. um, I think he ends up staying with the Saints. Um. But if not, you know, here's the thing about Breeze, it's because, you know, like Breeze had a great season this past year, but he, he only played 11 games. Um, and you know, last year he played a full season, but towards the end of the season, he started to kind of fall off a little bit. Um, so I'm, I'm, I want to see how he does handling a full 16 game season. He's had shoulder problems, um, in the past. So. I, I would be interested to see if he can hold up a full 16-game season.
2: Mm-hmm. I think
1: what helped him pre- perform so well this past season was playing 11 games, and he was eager to prove. I mean, he, he saw Teddy Bridgewater go 5-0, and oh, um, and I think realized, like, this dude can very easily take my job if I mess up. Yeah. So I think he was motivated to play, um, knowing that Teddy Bridgewater was right behind him, ready to take his job if he was to mess things up. So, um I think I think Bree stays um as a Saint or retires, but I think um if for whatever reason he leaves the Saints or retires, I think things could get very interesting because the Saints are going to become a team um that I think a lot of quarterbacks would like to go play for. And a team that that's already ready to compete for a championship as long as you give them a, a decent, competent quarterback. So um, things could get interesting if Breeze doesn't come back and the Saints don't sign Teddy Bridgewater or, or, you know, don't feel confident with Taysom Hill. But I think, uh, I think Drew Brees ends up back with the Saints next year.
0: That's true. And hopefully, um, if he pulls the Andrew Luck, then I think the, the Saints are almost screwed because they don't get to select anybody from free agency. Cam yeah. Newton, if they want to go on that, if they want to go down that college style offense, Cam Newton's already probably been traded somewhere. Um, right. and so really Breeze has a limited window to let them know if they want to be in yeah. the game for any yeah. of these like
1: top tier quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've got to figure it out pretty quick. Um, because of, just because of what you said. You're right. Um, if it gets to be. If it gets to be the beginning of the season or training camp and he retires or they don't have something figured out, yeah, they could be, they could be in, in a, in a world of trouble, which as a Falcons fan, I would love to see. Um, you know, anyways.
0: <laughs> All right. And then last on our appetizer round is Jack Prescott. Really, Claire there's been, <laughs> there's, there's been real no, there's been really no connection of Prescott or like or of anyone thinking Prescott to anywhere but Dallas because the real question is is Jerry going to pay him? And if Jerry doesn't, do they try and franchise him or do they let him walk and uh I don't know, Jerry is so he's the reason you stop being a Cowboys fan. (laughs) Um, So so what what do you think about Dak? how Um, do you think it plays out? You think you think he gets the contract, you think Jerry lets him walk, Walker, what do you think happens
2: with him?
1: Prescott's another interesting one because he's 26 years old. He's coming off one of his better, better years. Um, and I don't know how much of that had to do with Kellen Moore versus the fact that Dak Prescott, um, has just matured in the league over the past three years. Um, but I didn't, I didn't realize till today, like he threw for 4,900 yards, um, which is insane. Um, I, I think if the Cowboys are smart, they're going to hold on to Dak Prescott because he's 26. Um, you could sign him to a five year contract and still have him in the prime of his career, um, for the next five years. Um, but then again, it's, it, if they, it's kind of like breeze in the sense of if the Cowboys don't sign Dak Prescott, Things could get very interesting because Prescott could go to like a team like the Patriots or the Chargers or the Saints or heck, mm. even the Titans. Um, all those teams that are right there ready to win. I mean, think about like that Prescott on the Patriots. That would be like the league would need to step in and say, no, this is not allowed. Um, <laughs> David, David,
0: David, uh, David Stern that say, no, 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 no.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, or, you know, like a team like the Chargers who are, you know, they're right there. There, there's a lot of pieces uh-huh. around them. Um, and they're in the high
0: quarterback. So, yeah,
1: and, and they're all young. Um, that defense is young with Bosa and Derwin James, um, and Melvin Ingram. Um, you know, they could, if they could figure things out with Melvin Gordon or if they could draft a running back, um, the Chargers are a super young team to where you, you plug in a twenty six year old quarterback who has experience but is young, um, that could allow the Chargers to compete with the with the Chiefs for the next couple of years. Um, or at least challenge them. I don't know about compete, but at least challenge them. Um so I I think I think that Prescott ends up as a cowboy, but I think what what Jerry's gonna do, which I think is gonna kinda take Prescott off, is I think he's going to franchise him this year. I think Prescott's going to come out and and have another career year, and then I think um, I think if if they're not careful, you end up in another Le'Veon Bell situation where the Steelers tack him twice and Le'Veon's ready to go. Um, I think if I think if the Cowboys are smart, they'll sign Dak Prescott to a long term contract. If not, I think Dak Prescott's gone next year in the off season, and I think we have a very interesting discussion next year. Um, about teams that are looking for a twenty seven year old quarterback who I believe would be coming off another career year um ready to prove himself um to the to the world so i think i don't know i think if you ask me to lock it down, I think Prescott ends up back with the cowboys um as long as Jerry Jones is smart so what are your what are your thoughts on
2: Prescott?
0: Yeah, I think regardless, he stays a cowboy. I don't think he goes anywhere at least this offseason. Um, I think it's going to depend upon how how well or how good of uh, convincing I don't know if convincing skills, but like the argumentative skills of Mike McCarthy. Like if Mike McCarthy. Yeah can get through to Jerry Jones and see what they have in Dak Prescott, how great of a quarterback he is, and how he can take him to the next level, unlike what Jason Garrett was able to do, and get Jerry to see you need to pay this man like you eventually paid Zeke um, in order to keep, A, him happy, and, B, have a long-term franchise quarterback. I think they'll pay him this offseason. If Mike McCarthy is not able to do that and Jerry Jones wants to continue to be stubborn, I think Jerry Jones does franchise Tag Elm, uh, which is going to, A, upset Dak Prescott. I mean, He's, he's still going to make bank, but it doesn't solve any of the problems. And if anything, it's more of a, I don't know if I, even though your numbers have been great throughout the years, I don't trust you enough to give you a contract. So we're going to franchise you and you're going to have to prove it to us again. Even though you've yeah. continually cranked out the, the numbers and then he'll either end up in a Le'Veon situation where he sits out a year and then goes elsewhere. Uh, I don't know if Jack will sit out a year or he'll end up in a Kirk Cousins situation where he gets tagged for multiple years, gets paid almost like top dollar with no like strings attached from having to be on the team the next year and then go make bank for another team. Um, yeah. But I think a lot of it's going to fall down on um, how stubborn Jerry is and how great of a case Mike McCarthy can make for Dak Prescott. Because I I don't think it's going to matter what Dak says. I don't think it's going to matter what Dak's agent says. Um, I think that if Mike McCarthy stands up and makes a case for him, uh, it shouldn't be that way. But I mean, they had a what a spend the night party before he was hired. So if uh, if Mike if Mike McCarthy can can make a good case as to why he should be the forty million dollar man or however much he, he's he's um, he's asking for, then I will. I do think they'll give him that money. Um, but if it doesn't come, once again, if it doesn't come um, this year. It comes next year. He's going to get paid regardless, if not this year, uh, the next year. I, th- I think the Cowboys will win their division next year, um, and it's going to make a statement for him getting his money,
1: and he's going to make that money. Uh, yeah. But all in well, all, re- good. Well, real quick, how much do you think they should pay Dak Prescott? I mean, what's uh? You see, you you know, you said forty million. You see a. Is he a twenty-five million dollar quarterback? Is he a thirty million dollar quarterback? Is he thirty-five million dollar quarterback? Should should pay him to be the highest paid quarterback? If not, what do you think would be a good number for Dak Prescott? Your personal opinion. Well, see,
0: he's asking for forty, right?
1: Uh, that's what I'm hearing. Is what I want to say. I saw he was was at at at
0: least early in the year. I think I saw he was asking for forty. Um, let's see. This is. Are we going off of resume or are we going off of, like, if we're going to go off of what most of these teams have been going off of to pay their quarterbacks, I think he's easily a $35 million man um, because he has the skill set. Um, he has the numbers. If we're going to go off of, like, the resume of, like, playoffs and playoff runs and all that, then I, he's, like, a $20, 25000000 million man. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'd try and meet him at 35 I, if 40 yeah. is the number I keep throwing out 40 that's the one that sticks out because I think that's the one he's asking for Yeah. but uh, I could be way off and if I'm, if I'm wrong listeners please correct me um, but I'd pay him what he's asking if not close to what he's asking because I think it'll pay off in the end uh, the only situation you're going to come across is if you don't watch out between him and Zeke you're going to hit a situation, um, like, um, that like the Falcons who have, who have kind of strapped themselves, um, with, uh, with issues, um, because they can't pay anybody now. They may not be able to re-sign Hooper, uh, right. because they've done that. So if they don't watch out, because they still need to re-sign Amari Cooper, they need to sign Dak, they just, they just re sign Zeke, um, if they do all three of those people, then they may not be able to sign anyone on their great defense they have right now. Yeah. So yeah. It's, going to be a, it's going to be a tough game of what can we pay you without giving away our entire franchise, right? Because yeah. if, they, if they sign all these guys and they can't retain any of their great defenders when they get a new contract like Jalen Smith and all of them, um, yeah. which I think Jalen Smith just got paid. So I just take him off the table. He just got paid a lot. But if you can't retain some of the other key individuals, your line, your defense, um, it doesn't matter who you have, as the Falcons right. are proving. Um, it doesn't matter who you have in those three salaries. If you can't do anything else, it's yeah. useless. Um, right. So it's a tricky game. I think he deserves the money, uh, but once again, you don't want to. You don't want to handcuff yourself. Um, so, Jack to the Cowboys. Uh what do you think? Sorry, I, you, you asked me a question. What do you think? No, about you're it?
1: good, man. Um I, I think you got to be careful paying him like I I think uh I think probably about 30 to 32 would probably be fair. Um well, I don't know. Maybe about 28 to 32 would probably be fair um cuz you don't want like you don't want to pay them like you just pay Carson Wentz and Jared Goff and then Jared Goff had like a not good season at all um which is a different discussion for a different time um Carson Wentz Carson Wentz played okay um but I don't know that Carson Wentz played up to the to the con to his contract And granted, you know, the Eagles had a bunch of different um, injuries at receiver and stuff like that. But still, like Carson Wentz, the amount of money that they're paying him, you're paying him to to carry your team um, to the playoffs, and and Carson Wentz didn't do that. So I think you got to be careful. And and just like you said, um, I think Prescott probably needs to kind of go the Tom Brady route where he he doesn't necessarily need to give them, like, a huge discount, but he needs to think, like, how important is it to him to win – um, a super bowl cuz the Cowboys are another team like the Saints but I think even more so the Cowboys are probably one of the are another top 5 talented team um like your Cleveland Browns where all, they've got all the pieces there um they just have to Jerry Jones just has to get out of the way of the Cowboys and I think like the Cowboys could be competing for for a super bowl um, so I think Prescott probably needs to take a little bit of a pay cut so that he, so that they can afford to pay Amari Cooper and some of the people on that defense. Um so anyways, I think 28 to 32 would be, would be fair enough for, for Prescott. And that would allow them to sign other pieces, so. Anyways, I didn't mean to get us off track, man. I just want to, to know what your thoughts would be on, uh, on how much they should pay him. Let's get back to the, uh, <laughs> the main meal.
0: Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> no, you're good. I thought it was a good discussion because uh, a lot of that's based around, you know, is Jerry going to be Jerry or is Jerry gonna uh, gonna get out of his way? Right. All right. So these this next round of quarterbacks, I guess I should have started the other ones as not appetizers because these aren't like main meal quarterbacks. We're gonna call them the salad. So this is super <laughs> salad. So so <laughs> if you're if you're sitting at a restaurant. This is the soup or the salad, like, a, like the Olive Garden, that comes out right before the real meal. Uh, I don't know if you want all you can eat of these two, but our next round is going to be one who I think are a little more intriguing, um, a little more chance for movement. The other three, I don't think there's much chance for movement. But this is our Derek Carr and Jameis Winston round. These are not main meal quarterbacks, but these are your salad and soup quarterbacks. Um, who do you want to start with? Which one? Which one which one's least intriguing out of those two? Like
1: oh, which which one if your
0: team was to sign would you be the most disappointed by? And we'll discuss them first.
1: Either one, <laughs> dude. I, can't, I feel the exact same way about both these quarterbacks. Really? I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm sure. Do you have one way that you're feeling? Because I, <laughs> yeah, I
0: have one that I, <laughs> I have one that I would be slightly more disappointed if my team was to pursue. Um, and it's weird That's to say this because, because I thought that we missed out on uh, we as in the Browns. I thought we missed out on this person. And this person yeah. had one phenomenal season uh, and I was yeah. so upset the Browns did not draft him, especially while he took this team to an eleven and five record after being a team where you were sent to die for quite yeah. some time. Do you know who I'm talking about?
1: I know where you're leaning now. Yeah. Where am I leaning? Where am I at? Derek Carr.
0: Absolutely. If my I don't team think was James if we and
1: won eleven games in his life, dude. So. <laughs> I,
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure he has. I mean, he's How many did he win this year? He won like seven this year, didn't he? Yeah, he won, he won seven. seven yeah. So I'm sure he won four somewhere else. Um, he's been in the league for like five years now, however long it's been. Um, but Derek Carr is one that I would be, like if we didn't have Baker Mayfield and my team was dead set on going after Derek Carr, um, I would be crushed. I'm not sure if I'm actually not sure if Derek Carr is a free agent, but he is a quarterback that I put on this list because I'm pretty sure after this season um, he's going to be on the move. I I do not think he'll be with the Raiders next year, Uh, though he took the Raiders to a they went seven and nine, like they were. (laughs) I mean, they were they were subpar. They were below average. But most people had written them off as a three or four win team, especially once they released AB for all that nonsense. Uh, so to turn around and go seven and nine and like be in the playoff hunt for a while, he did a pretty good job. I just don't, I I just don't think that, um, oh man, who was their 10 year coach? What is his name? Gruden. I don't think Gruden is sold on Derek Carr. I don't think he was sold on Derek Carr when he got there. I don't yeah. think there was any any chance for him to bring in somebody he really liked or wanted. He had already made all these massive trades, getting rid of people. I think he he's had enough in Derek Carr to let him have a season to himself with John Gruden so we can see what happens. Um, and therefore, I do not believe he's with the Raiders next year. I believe whether by... Right. I don't. I, if he's a free agent, they don't re-sign him. If he's not a free agent, I think the Raiders trade him away. And I believe... so oh, so bad saying this. But I believe that there's a chance that wherever Derek Carr goes next, yeah. he's a backup quarterback. Yeah. Um. I'm looking at this list of teams, and I think there are too many teams that have a set quarterback, or that there's too many teams that are going to um, that are going to sign one of the other elite quarterbacks um, or have a chance at signing one of the elite quarterbacks. I could see derek Carr going to let, let's pers- Let's look up. First off, now that I've, because it changes the whole game if he's not a free agent um, than if he is a free agent, right? Because if he gets traded, yeah. it's who are they going to trade him to? And yeah. if not, it's going to be. Um, okay, so he is not a free agent, but he could potentially be traded. I do think he'll be traded. So now let's go down this rabbit hole. I think that because they're paying him a lot of money, so they're going to want to uh, a decent amount of money, so they're going to want to dump his contract on somebody. He's he's currently under a five year, uh, one hundred twenty five million dollar contract. Is that right? Oh, who it is who right. co signed yeah. on that? That uh, must be after he had that giant year. Yeah. yeah. So Gruden's going to want to dump that salary. You got to find yeah. somebody who's going to want to take that on, or at least part of it on. I don't think the Bears draft a quarterback.
2: Yeah. But
0: I wouldn't be surprised if they traded for a quarterback. Bill yeah. or let's say the Colts. I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts traded yeah. for a quarterback because I don't think they're sold with Jacoby per se. Um once again, that could also be said about Jacksonville. Jacksonville, I think they could use somebody that kinda helped now, nah, I don't think it'd be Jacksonville. Let me take them out of the question. So I wouldn't be surprised if, because Indianapolis lost Andrew Luck to retirement, I don't think Jacoby Brissett is going to be their long-term answer. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if Oakland trade, turn, turns around and trades Derek Carr to the Colts or if they trade him to the Bears. Mitch Trubisky had a awful year based on his one year of being good the year before. Um I think he could fit the system there. I think he is very similar to Miss Trubisky in skill. Um, I think he's better than Miss Trubisky in skill. So I think that yeah. he would already be an upgrade. And I actually feel like he may could push to be the starter like Tannehill did there. Um, yeah. Same with the Colts. I think that he is of equal skill or maybe slightly better than Jacoby Brissett. Um, yeah. There's already great weapons there. You don't have to build around him. Um and I think he could immediately elevate your team. Um, regardless, I know I've rambled a lot. I think the Raiders, and all this predicates on depending on who the Raiders can pull out of free agency, because uh, they don't have a high enough draft pick to go after any of those top quarterbacks unless they're willing to give up a lot of draft capital. Um so, therefore, I think they end up either signing one of the studs or there's a chance Derek Carr returns, which I highly doubt. Uh, I think he either goes to the Colts or the Bears. I don't know if I could choose one way or the other, um, but I do think he gets traded, and I think those are two that are up for grabs for him. What do you think?
1: Yeah, so Derek Carr is somebody who's very frustrating, which is why I said the thing. Both him and Jameis Winston are super frustrated. frustrating. Um Derek Carr, like you said, he had that, he had that great year. I think it was in 2016, um, where he, he led them to 11 to five record, um, and had a great, had a great year. And, and I think, I I mean, me, me at least thought that, you know, Derek Carr was going to take that next jump and, and jump into like, I, I think at one point I honestly thought Derek Carr was going to be a top 10 quarterback. Um, and he's not, man. He's, you're, you're right to put him with Mitchell Trubisky. To me, he's like, uh, he's in that same, um, same tier as like a Jimmy Garoppolo, um, maybe even like a Andy Dalton, um, Jacobi Brissett. I mean, they're all, they're all quarterbacks who they're, they're not going to win you a lot of games, but I don't know that they're going to lose you a ton of games either. Um, and that's, that's kind of how I feel about um, Derek Carr. Is I don't I don't feel like Derek Carr is going to win you a lot of games, but I don't think he's going to lose you a ton of games either. Um, but I'm just I'm not confident. I'm not sold on Derek Carr um, as to where he ends up. I you know before you before you spoke, I I was leaning towards him going to, going back to the Raiders. Um, but the more I think about it, I think that. If he ends up in the Raiders, ends up back with the Raiders, I think that John Gruden's going to push, um, I think, I think Gruden's done with Derek Carr. So I think that Gruden's going to do whatever he can to get them to kind of throw the season. And I think, like, look for the Raiders to, to draft either Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields next year. Mm. Um, and, and I think, like, I think, Gruden realizes that he, he's, he's right there close to Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. And so I think without being obvious about it, I think the Raiders are going to tank this season. Um, because they're going, I don't know if it's this year or next year, but they're going to be moving to Las Vegas. Um, and you go out and you get a Justin Fields or a Trevor Lawrence and you throw the franchise completely on them. You've still got Josh, Josh Jacobs is going to be young. Um, you could draft a, you could draft a really good receiver this year, um, later on, whether I don't, I doubt that Jerry Judy drops that far, but maybe like a CD Lamb, um, or a Justin Jefferson out of LSU, um, or heck, next year, I mean, you could, you could really like start to plan everything for next year. You could draft a Justin Fields and a Trevor Lawrence. And then next year you could also go and try to draft like a Jamar Chase or something like that out of LSU and really just build your team young and, and have like a dynamic offense for the next few years. Um, Gruden's got a 10 year contract, so he can really just do whatever he wants at this point. <laughs> um, but if, if, I don't know, man, if Carr doesn't end up back with, so I think Carr ends up back with the Raiders for this season, but if he doesn't, I, I've got the Colts down as well. Um, or for some reason put the Carolina Panthers. And I think that's just because they're kind of in like a transitional year. Um, So for whatever reason, if they decided not to to draft a quarterback or to move on from Cam Newton, Um, I think Derek Carr could just kind of – I think they could trade for Derek Carr and he could just kind of hold them over for a year. I think the good thing about Derek Carr is I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Raiders have already paid him all of his guaranteed money. Um, so you wouldn't owe him any guaranteed money if you were to pick up his contract. Um, so, you know, he's got a, he's got a, a, a contract that's kind of worth paying for, but I don't know that he, I, I wouldn't give up. I think I'd probably give up like a third round pick for, for Derek Carr. I don't know. Maybe a second round pick just because he's kind of been a proven starting quarterback, but you're definitely not giving up a first round pick. And I, i no, no be no. surprised. I'd be surprised if he went for a second-round pick. So, I mean, I don't know. If you can get Derek Carr for a third-round pick, I say go for it, man, because I think you could – I think that would work. If you're the Chicago Bears, like you said, I think you give up a third-round pick for Derek Carr. You let him compete with Mitchell Trubisky, and, um you know, I think he beats out Trubisky, and I don't know. Maybe you can win more games than you, than you did this year, so – I think I think he ends up back with the Raiders, but but we'll see what ends up happening.
0: If not, all right, so ends up with the Raiders, and I think he'll be traded. And I just threw out two teams that I thought he'd be a good fit with. Shoot, the Lions could be a team that needs a quarterback. Depending, on I saw rumors that uh, teams trying to target and go after Matt Stafford. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, but he's
0: not on our That's list of who to talk about. <laughs> but uh, he would have been a good one had, to talk about, though. Yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't see all those until today, and I was like, well, Matt Stafford. Uh, I didn't think that they would try and move on from him.
2: Of course, he was hurt.
0: What all season, but uh, all right. Then then your your favorite, Jameis Winston. What do you think? He is a free agent. So Jameis is a free agent. Mister Thirty Thirty is a free agent. What do you think happens with Jameis James?
2: Well, you you
1: alluded to it, man. The reason that Jameis Winston is the most frustrating quarterback in the NFL. um, I thought about doing one of those like. Who's who to? If I was to just tell you like that somebody threw for 5,000 yards and 33 touchdowns, you'd be like, they had a great year. And then <laughs> if I was to tell you that the same person threw for 30 interceptions, you'd be like, how the heck do you do that? Like <laughs> my mind cannot comprehend how you throw for 30 interceptions in a season. Like I, I don't think if you and I were to play, were to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, I don't think we would throw for 30 interceptions this season. Like, I feel like you have to try really hard to throw for 30 interceptions in a season. But that's Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is going to end up having a career like Eli Manning without probably the Super Bowls. where like Eli Manning, I think if I'm not mistaken, he ended up going like he won 116 games, lost 117. Um, Eli Manning, to me, was always that quarterback that was, like, he was either going to throw for, like, 300-plus yards and, like, maybe three or four touchdowns, or he was going to throw for 125 yards and three interceptions. Like, Jameis Winston threw for four, interse- threw four interceptions in one game this year. Um And I think, like, if you're Bruce Arians, you've got to be frustrated as heck with Jameis Winston because, like, Jameis Winston has all the talent in the world, man. Um I mean again he threw for five thousand yards and thirty three touchdowns, but like something I don't I, I don't understand, James Winston. Like something happens in his brain to where he just doesn't understand that you're not supposed to throw the ball to the other team. And you can just always count on him throwing for two interceptions in a game. Like it's just going to happen. So um and, you know, unfortunately, like you said, he's been in the league. I think he was drafted number one. He was drafted number one overall in, I think, 2015. Um, and so at this point, it's been four or five years. You kind of know what he is. So you have to be willing to think, like, are you willing to take on that risk of, of Jameis Winston where you know, like, he's going to, he's going to throw, like, for 400 yards, but, he, there's a chance that he's also going to throw for four or five interceptions in the game. And do you think that your team is built in a way that you could, you can win that way? Um Like to me, the perfect, the perfect thing to, to sum up Jameis Winston is that game against the Falcons where they're in overtime. And on the first play of the game, Jameis Winston throws a pick six to Deion Jones and like, as a Falcons fan, nothing made me more excited. But, like, at the same time, I felt super bad for the Buccaneers because it was like nobody – I don't know anybody else in the world who would have thrown for a pick six to a linebacker in that game. But it's like Jameis Winston just pointed at Deion Jones and said, hey, man, take this ball.
2: Um
1: I, I don't – Jameis Winston's frustrating, man. So um my rant's over with Jameis Winston. As far <laughs> as, like, work." Where he ends up, um I don't know, Because the Bucks like the Buccaneers are not a team like the Saints or the Cowboys where I don't feel like the Buccaneers are really um I don't feel like they're a team that's really built to win now. Um, I think they need they need to to draft a running back. Um and their defense is improving, like their defense is coming along. Excuse me, but I don't think that their defense is there yet. So it's going to be at least another year or two before they're ready to compete for a playoff. Um, so part of me feels like, you know, like because of that, you just, you keep Jameis Winston. I think you sign him for maybe a two year contract. I don't think that you sign Jameis Winston to a five year contract if you're the Buccaneers or if you're somebody else. Um, But I think, you know, you, if you're the Bucks, you could sign Jameis Winston for another two years and just make him prove that he's not going to turn the ball over. Um, which again, we kind of know who he is at this point, but if he, if the Bucks don't sign him, I think it seemed like the Broncos maybe could, could make a, an interesting thing at Jameis Winston. Um, they've got Joe Flacco. They've got Drew Locke. Flacco is old. Um and I don't know that he's going to he's going to win you a lot of games, but Drew Lock's not ready to to step in yet. So the Broncos are in a weird transition um, with quarterback, where like the old veteran guy that they have still thinks that he's good enough to compete and be a starting quarterback, but the young guy that they like and I'm I'm really big on Drew Lock, but he's just not ready yet. So I think Jameis Winston, you could throw him in there allow him to compete for a, a starting position, he's probably going to win out between Andrew Locke and Joe Flacco. Um and I think I think Jameis Winston, if you're the Broncos, I think you could sign him to like an, again another two year contract. Allow Drew Locke to really develop and then allow Drew Locke to take over in another couple of years. Um or I put the Raiders, um, question mark. I don't know why the Raiders would would try to go for Jameis Winston. But again, if they're going to toss their season, um, if they're going to tank, I think Jameis Winston is the perfect quarterback to tank with because people are going to think that he's actually trying. Um, and so when you lose a bunch of games, people are just going to say, Oh, well, you had Jameis Winston and then you can go get Trevor Lawrence next year. So, um, I don't, I don't know, man. I really don't know where Jameis Winston ends up next year. Um, uh, I think Jameis Winston ends up with the with the Bucks on a one year contract. Like I, I think I think they signed him to a one year contract. They make him prove it again this year, and then we'll have the same discussion next year about Jameis Winston. And based off of this year, we'll know whether he's going to be a uh, backup quarterback or if he has it in him to um, to be a starting NFL quarterback. But I think he ends up on the Bucks with a a one year contract. So. What do you think about
0: James? Yeah, I don't have too much to say. Mainly because <laughs> I, I agree with you. He's one of those that it's like it's. So I'm going to bring a little uh, Kobe analogy into this in terms of with those numbers. Okay. Mainly Kobe's last game,
2: yeah. where
0: Kobe scored sixty points, right? But he took fifty, 50, 50 shots. It's like you you have to score that much if you're going to shoot that much. Therefore, if you're going to throw 30 interceptions, I almost expect you to maybe not have the 30 touchdowns like you did, but have a lot of yards, which means you're just passing all the yeah. time. And to be fair, they didn't really have a run game. Um None of their running backs really showed up consistently, so it fell on Jameis' shoulders to throw a lot. Yeah. And so with a lot of throwing, we saw a lot of interceptions. Um, I, I, I honestly, I don't think Jameis goes anywhere. I think that the, the Tampa Bay is going to want to flirt with some of these other free agents we're going to discuss. I don't think they land any or they trade for any. And by trade for any, I'm mainly talking about, um, Cam, because I believe Cam is on contract, which means teams would have to trade for him. Um, I don't think they'll try and trade for Cam. Um, I think in that case, you might as well keep on with Jameis, mainly because Jameis doesn't have the injury, um, uh, the constant injuries that we see with Cam Newton. Um, I think he has the potential to be their franchise guy, and every year he's supposed to make a statement. He puts up these big numbers, but he also puts up a bunch of bad numbers. Um, I agree. I think the Buccaneers. I think the smart thing to do is to try and give him one of those. Once again, those two-year LeBron-type deals, where they can back out, yeah. give a year to give a year to see. Hey, uh, are you going to be our guy? And if not, we can move on again. And if so, let's lock you down. Um, and therefore, that that keeps them out of being an unrestricted free agent um, that allows them to restructure everything. Um, But all in all, um, I honestly don't believe that Jameis is going anywhere. I think Jameis will be with Tampa Bay next year. Um, But I do believe, depending on the year that we see from Jameis and depending on what type of contract he signs, if he signs a long-term contract, we won't be having this discussion because then you're just stuck with him. But if he signs a short a short contract, a one-year contract, whatever it may be, at the end of next season we're going to know for sure is Bruce Arians going to stick with Jameis. And if he balls out, they may go and lock him down early and say, all right, man, we need this contract done before they even let it linger. Um, yeah. But I think we'll have a better idea next year. It's weird to say because he is a free agent and we just saw like I, – I think it's hard for them to decide on what to do because – you throw for 5,030 touchdowns, but then you threw for 30 interceptions and your team went 7-9. and nine. So like, are you the man or are you not the man? So I think they'll give him a short-term deal. I think he'll be in Tampa Bay again. I don't think they'll get a new quarterback. I wouldn't mind him, how, Mind, however, seeing him uh, in Jacksonville. I think he would, uh, yeah. he'd be a, a fun fit in Jacksonville. I don't know why, but something about Jacksonville and, and Jameis Winston just kinda, Sounds go right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, or Miami. Uh, Miami yeah, needs a yeah. quarterback. Um, but one, but they may, if they do go the route of drafting a quarterback with a number five pick, they're going to look for somebody that they can hold on to for like two years and then move on to their, their other guy a year or two. Um, all right. So Jameis is, according to both of us, he is staying in um, – and Tampa Bay, he's not going anywhere despite the fact that he threw for 30 interceptions. He will still be with Bruce Arians and the, uh, the Buccaneers. And Tampa Bay fans, you get to continue to watch him throw interceptions. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, the main course, the main meal. And we'll have to move, I guess, a little quicker than I thought. I, I didn't realize how long we talked about all those other ones. I guess when you talk about four, approximately 42 quarterbacks,
1: you, uh,
0: you should anticipate a long conversation. Uh, we'll try and give each one of these their due di- diligence. Um, we'll just make them a little quicker than normal and any other discussion you may want to have listeners, feel free to hit us up on the Facebook page. But on our, in our main course round, we have Philip Rivers, Cam Newton, Tom Brady, Teddy Bridgewater. Who do we want to begin with? Who who is our? I think they're all pretty appealing. So which one yeah. do you want to talk about first? Let's
1: um, let's start with Philip Rivers.
0: All right, Philip Rivers. So here is my thoughts on Philip Rivers. Some of this has been swayed by um, what I've heard on the TV, and some of this is by my opinion of what I think would be a good idea. It was announced, I believe, yesterday, maybe it was today, I think it was yesterday, that they have officially, helmeted Chargers have officially separated from one another, meaning they are in search for a quarterback, whether by draft or by free agency. Uh, Philip Rivers has bought a house in Florida with his family. So I think there is only one team that makes sense to draft Philip Rivers. I believe it's North Florida. I believe Philip Rivers, the one team he will end up at and that could be a great benefit is, I've said their name about three times already, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And here is why. Here is why.
1: Interesting.
0: I believe they are done with Nick Foles. Nick Foles had a lot of injuries and when he did play, he was average. I believe Gardner Minshew can be a can be their guy for, for some years to come. I'm not saying he is going to be, like, all pro amazing. But I do believe he's better than the sixth round they got him for. And I, But I, the reason I think we saw so many struggles from him when we did see struggles is for two reasons. A, he's a rookie. B, if you look at who's around him at the quarterback level to help grow, to help develop him, there is nobody. Uh, yeah. Nick Foles, though he's won a Super Bowl, I would not say that he is like the main man to groom a quarterback. And then that's about it. I don't even know who the third string quarterback is. Which that wouldn't matter because you wouldn't want a third string quarterback grooming a rookie quarterback <laughs> who's second string, who's sitting behind <laughs> Nick Foles. So, unless, unless he was signed in the third string for the sole purpose of, of grooming Gardner Minshew which was no one's intention I think that by Philip Rivers going here he will sign a two-year deal I think he's got about two more years and he'll maybe Um, I think he would then in turn become the starter and I think he would be a great person to groom Gardner Minshew to then take over in year four of him being in the league so Gardner Minshew will be his second year next year and then last year of Ripper's contract will be in his third year. So by year four, he is the, star- the full-fledged starter for the Jaguars. And he has been allowed time to be groomed, to grow, and to not be just thrown in there, not ready at all. Um, I'm not sure what their weapons look like, uh, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, I know they have a pretty decent defense. Uh, they went 6-10 and ten this year, so they weren't terrible. Um, I don't know if I trust Doug Marone, but based on all the indicators of Philip Rivers moving to Florida, based on the fact that I don't think they think Nick Foles is the man, based on the fact that I don't think Gardner Minshew would be the man unless he is groomed a little more, I think everything makes sense for Philip Rivers to become a Jaguar. Uh the only other team I could see him with um which i don't think would be the case is the indianapolis colts um but i am going to say he goes to jacksonville for the sole purpose of now the only reason i wouldn't say jacksonville i would maybe say indianapolis is if he's going to play two more years he is in a situation where he wants to finally win a ring and the colts have a team put together ready to win. I don't think Jacksonville has a team ready to win. I think the Colts' biggest missing piece was the quarterback, because they were so great last year with Andrew Luck, and then they were okay this year with Brissette. Um, I think the only way it turns into the Colts is if he is looking at potentially getting a ring, and I think he could get a ring with them. Other than that, I would say Jacksonville Jaguars. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's very interesting because I haven't heard the Jaguars yet. Um, and, you know, the, the majority of teams or the majority of things that I've seen have rivers going to the Bucks, which I think would be a terrible idea. Um, because I, I think Philip rivers needs to go to the team that's going to give him a chance to, to compete for a Super Bowl. Um, or that at least you know at least is just a few pieces away because the, the only thing to me at least and this is a discussion that you know we'll have probably later on down the road the only thing to me that is is holding Philip Rivers out of the Hall of Fame right now is not winning in the AFC Championship game. Um, like specific and specifically not winning a Super Bowl and making it to the Super Bowl. Like I think if Philip Rivers had a Super Bowl or at least a Super Bowl appearance, I think to me, without a doubt, he'd be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, I think like I, I would, I would rather take Philip Rivers over, um, Eli Manning or, you know, something like that. But Philip Rivers has played in, in a tough, uh, has had a tough career playing against, you know, Peyton Manning and and Tom Brady, um, you, then you have people like Drew Brees and uh, Ben Roethlisberger and, stuff, and and quarterbacks like that. So um, Rivers, I think, needs to go to a team that's going to allow him to compete for a championship. Um, so that being said, um, I think teams like the Bears or the Colts um, or the Patriots um, or even the Tennessee Titans, I think would be, if the Titans, if the Titans don't sign Ryan Tannehill, I think Phillip Rivers needs to go to the Tennessee Titans. Ooh, um, man, that'd be good. And, because I think the Tennessee Titans with Phillip Rivers, um, like Phillip Rivers, he needs, he needs a team that has a good running game and you would have Derrick Henry. They need, he needs a team that has a good defense. You would have their defense. um, and then you would just be asking Phillip Rivers to make a few good throws a game. Um and I think I think that team could do could do really well. So if the Titans don't sign Ryan Tannehill, I think Phillip Rivers look for Phillip Rivers to go to, to the Tennessee Titans. Um, but if not, I think the Chicago Bears would probably be that next best fit. Um because I think that that would allow him to go in and compete with Mitchell Trubisky. He would beat Mitchell Trubisky because Trubisky is not a good quarterback. Um, the Bears they have David Montgomery and that running game, um, and again Phillip Rivers would be playing with a team that has really good defense. Um, and so you're not asking him to carry the team, you're just asking him to do enough to win you the game. I think Philip Rivers with Matt, Matt Nagy would be a, a match made in heaven. I think Matt Nagy could kinda um allow Phillip Rivers to turn back the clock a little bit. Um and so I think I think Phillip Rivers could succeed with the with the Chicago Bears. Um I know a few people have talked about Phillip Rivers going to the Patriots, but I don't think that Bill Belichick is going to sign another um, older quarterback. because um, if that was the case he would just sign Brady. Um and you know them them meant their differences. So I think I think Phillip Rivers ends up in Chicago with the Chicago Bears. Um and if not, if I think I think it depends on what happens with the Titans. If the Titans don't sign Ryan Panhill then I like Phillip Rivers with the Titans. But if they do, which I think they will, I I like I like uh Phillip Rivers with the Chicago Bears. Um, on a like you said on a on a two year contract um that would allow them to maybe draft a quarterback this year um and see what you could get for Mitchell trubisky. I think you could trade trubisky to another team um or it would allow you to develop Mitchell trubisky a little bit more. he could learn from philip rivers um and then maybe try again in a couple more years with Philip, with, uh, with Mitchell Trubisky. But I think, I think Philip Rivers ends up with the Chicago Bears next year. Those are, uh, maybe some really good points. Um,
0: I, I, I agree. I don't think he ends up with the Patriots. I, I think if the Patriots uh-huh. move on from Brady, it's going to be for a young quarterback. Um, yeah. Ooh, so those are, those are some good ones. I, 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 I like the, see, I don't like the Bears out of that. I do like the Titans out of that. You brought up a good point about the Titans and it depends on, what they do with Tannehill. Do they try and pursue Rivers first and then pay Tannehill? Cause I don't think anybody else is going to target Tannehill first. I think teams will target right. Rivers first though. Rivers has declined really in his, uh, in his production, but I think Rivers there for two years would be very beneficial. All right. So Rivers, there's our take on Rivers. Next. Who who do we want to talk about next? Let's go ahead and, uh, you know, let's do Cam first and we'll we'll end it out with quickly about Brady and Bridgewater. Um so let's go with who did I just say we're about to talk about? Cam Cam Newton. I'm sitting here getting old already. All right, Cam Newton. So Cam <laughs> Newton <laughs> Cam Newton will have to be traded. Um he yeah. is not a free agent. However, I do not believe that um I do not believe that the Panthers are going to hold on to him. I believe that they are going to intend to move him. Matt Rule and and company have done nothing but um, kind of flip things around, and uh, you know they've already told Olsen he's out. Luke Kinkley retired. I don't know how much his retirement came from. He felt it was time to retire, or this new uh, regime came in, and he's like, you know what? I was already thinking about it. Let me get up out of here. Um, and I think the Panthers are wanting to start 100% from scratch. So I do believe they trade him. And here are the teams that I believe that they may trade him to. And really, there's just two of them that I think are uh, – three of them. We'll go with three of them – that I think are realistic chances to be traded and then who I think he'll actually be traded to. I think there's a good chance that um, that the Chargers try and make a yeah. move for Cam Newton. I think yeah. that would be a good move for them. They do have weapons, as you've mentioned before. They have a great defense. Cam Newton's only 31. His biggest fallback is that he's had a lot of injuries. But with yeah. him, if, if they can develop him uh, – or not develop him, but work with him and, and – and form their play calls around him, and he'll not run as much. I think a lot of his injuries are just coming from wear and tear, from where he has just been the bigger man and ran people over. Um, yeah. But focus more on the arm. Um, I think Cam Newton could be a good fit there to where you're not having to build a team to accommodate the new quarterback you're getting. Um, right. So the Chargers, I feel like, would be a good fit since they are officially in the hunt for a quarterback. I think once again, a team that I just mentioned last, the Colts, could be a very good fit for him. Once again, that's a team that does not have to be built up. That's a team that has the pieces. They just need someone in at quarterback. And I think that Cam Newton is a drastic improvement from Jacoby Brissett. Um, he has people to throw it to. He has T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I think they need a, a tight end there, but, uh, Oh, I just went blank on the other receiver's name. But they have weapons there ready for Cam to blow up. Um, and then I also believe, and this is one um, that I saw somewhere, and I would have never thought about it until I saw it, because this is a team in the hunt for a quarterback. And I think this is the least likely one. But I think the Miami Dolphins could potentially try and make a move for Cam Newton. They need a quarterback. I do believe they draft one. Um, I do believe they take Tua. Um, but let's say in a scenario that they want to sign a quarterback to a two-year deal, which I don't think Cam's looking for a two-year deal, but let's say a two-year deal, three-year deal, and someone to um, kind of play and still play at an excellent level to where, um, to where they can still have success while they groom their future Um, because I don't think Tua, though he may be healthy, I don't think he'll be ready to play (laughs) next year. Um, So I think Cam could be a good fit there to help with that bridge to Tua, but that would involve them having a much smaller – well, I guess if you make a trade, Cam still has like two years on his contract. So They could trade for him and use those two years to help make sure Tua is completely healthy and then just let Cam walk in free agency because then you got your franchise quarterback. Um, realistically, the team I believe that Cam will end up with. Ooh, that's tough now that I've just thrown out who I think I <laughs> actually like say who I think he'll go to. Um, I believe who's gonna be more patient and willing to Oh, this is tough. I'm going to go with the Colts. I think the Colts make a trade for him. I think the Colts uh, need a quarterback. I don't think they're going to use any draft capital on a quarterback. Um, yeah. Or if they do, it'll be a late round. They'll try and see if they can. I, I, I believe that Cam Newton will go for fairly cheap because the Panthers are going to want to get rid of him. And if you have a high asking price, it's going to be too late for the draft. I think they'll, they'll be able to steal Cam for like a third round, maybe a third to seventh and get a guy who, um, who has won games in the league and been very successful. The only thing holding him back is the injuries. Um, and I think he can elevate the Colts to the next level. I believe that the Colts trade for Cam Newton. What do you think?
2: Yeah,
1: that's, uh, you know, I have a list of teams for Cam Newton and the Colts were not. Um, on that list, but the more that you talked about it, the more that they, they, they make a lot of sense. Um, uh, something interesting about the Colts is they also have Devin Funches, who Cam Newton played with in, um. That is
0: who I was trying
1: to think of. Yes. Yeah. who He played with in, uh, in Carolina and, um, they had a ton of fun together. Um, Cam Newton, Cam Newton needs a big bodied receiver like Devin Funches. Um, so yeah, I didn't have the Colts but I think um I do not have the Colts but I think that uh the that, that, um Ken Newton to the Colts would be very interesting. Um and I think that could be I think that could have a pretty good team. Um Newton Newton's very interesting. Like you I agree. I think the Panthers are going to move on from Ken Newton. Um with with Matt Rule coming in, I think he's going to want to to, to draft or sign a younger quarterback, um, and I don't think that Cam Newton fits into what uh, Matt Rule is going to want to do. Um, I think a few teams to look at are, you know, again the Chicago Bears. Um, Cam Newton on the Bears, I think, would be a really good team. Um, the San, the San Diego Chargers. Good lord, man. The uh the Los Angeles Chargers. It's probably been a year since I've called them San Diego.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers, I think, would be a good team. Um, the New England Patriots. I started to see a lot of people talk about the New England Patriots. I just I don't know that Bill Belichick and Cam Newton would work well together. Um, they're both kind of polar opposites um, in the way that they kind of approach the game. Cam Newton likes to have a ton of fun um he's very flamboyant and out there not flamboyant like in a negative sense but um you know like Cam Newton is all about himself and the the brand that is Cam Newton um and Bill Belichick is very much team first and not a lot of fun and stuff like that so i don't think that the patriots um i don't think that the patriots and cam Newton would work um the Tennessee Titans, I think, with Cam Newton could be interesting. Um, but I think the team that a lot of people are not talking about and the team that I think Cam Newton ends up playing for next year is the Washington Redskins. Um, hmm. I think that um, Ron Rivera is going to call Carolina, and he's going to say, I've got a second-round pick for you. If you'll send me my boy Cam Newton – I'll send you that second-round pick. The Panthers are not going to get anything better than a second-round pick for Cam Newton, so they will take it. Um, And Cam Newton will play for the Washington Redskins. He's familiar with Ron Rivera. They've had a lot of success together. The Washington Redskins don't really have a quarterback. Um, I think Colt McCoy is going to be a free agent. I think Case Keenum is going to be a free agent. Dwayne Haskins, they're not ready to win with Dwayne Haskins, and I'm not, I don't think either one of us are sold on Dwayne Haskins. Nope. I think the Washington Redskins with, uh, with Cam Newton, that allows them to compete within the NFC East. That I think is going to be decently, is going to be kind of wide open next year. Um, we just saw the, who ended up winning that? Was it the Cowboys that ended up winning that division? No, okay. it's the Eagles. The, it's the Eagles. The Eagles. Well, the Eagles won. Going nine and seven or eight and eight. Um, nine and seven that, I mean, by default. Yeah, so that, <laughs> that that division was wide open. I mean, up until like week fifteen, where both teams were, you know, right there in um, the NFC East. I think the Washington Redskins. I think they could compete with the with the Eagles and the Cowboys in the NFC East. Um, I think they would need to find something with uh, with their running game. Because, uh, Darius, is it Geiss or Juice or something? I don't know how you say his last name, but he's been hurt a lot. But I think, you know, um, they have a decent running game. Um, Chris Thompson is not, is not as polished of a runner as Christian McCaffrey, but he's a really good receiving back. And that's what Cam Newton needs. So I think that Chris Thompson would give Cam that piece. Um, the Redskins defense is is okay. They're not terrible. I think they're underrated. I think they're pretty they're pretty decent. Um you've got um Landon Collins there at safety, you've got Josh Norman there at corner, um, you've got a, a young defensive line. Um so I, I and then you've got Ron Rivera, I think, who's who is obviously familiar with Cam Newton. So I think that would make a lot of sense for um for Cam Newton and for the Washington Redskins. You put Cam Newton in the capital, um, which is a bigger market, I think that allows him to kind of capitalize on the fashion and the things that he likes to do. Um so I think I think Cam Newton ends up playing for the Washington Redskins next year.
0: That is a yep. really good take. I yeah. forgot all about Ron bold. Rivera. Uh it is. It is a bold take cuz <laughs> they just just drafted uh um Dwayne Haskins who yes, neither of us um believe is going to be or currently is not looking like the guy. Um I actually like that take. So, when it happens, people, you heard it here first. Cam Newton was going to the Redskins. Forget everything I said about where Cam <laughs> Newton is going. I co sign on that one. <laughs> so, co signing on that, Cam Newton he, to the Washington Redskins. And even at that, he's got two more years in his contract. So, if you did decide that Dwayne Haskins is actually the dude. That gives yeah. him two years to learn with Cam. Uh, oh, Case Keenum heard. is a free agent. And even though I disagree with one man's ignorant post saying that the Browns need to sign Case Keenum to be the starter and get rid of Baker. Yes, that was oh, a real okay, thing Lord. I saw. Yes, wow. that was a person who was on TV talking. I don't yeah. agree with that. But I will co-sign to we need to sign him or some kind of like legitimate veteran presence to help push yeah. Baker not someone yeah. to take over Baker. But that is off topic. Um, that's a really good take, and I stand by that one with you. Um, all right, down to our final two. If you have made it this far in the podcast with us, Lord bless your soul. Thank you for sticking with us. <laughs> we will go through these two uh thoroughly but quickly. We'll go thoroughly but quickly. Uh, really, one of them... I think they're both pretty quick ones because I'm pretty firmly planted in my thoughts of them. We'll start with with Brady. I know most people want to talk about Brady last, but I want to stick with Bridgewater last. Um, Tom Brady, what do you think? Give me a rundown. What what is what is what does Mr. Brady end up doing when the yeah, time comes? So, um,
1: we'll we'll make this quick again. Um, Brady uh, Brady's got a host of teams. I think that would be interesting to see Tom Brady on, um, but. The, uh, so so a lot of these teams um, depend on on what happens with somebody else. So, like, the Dallas Cowboys, Tom Brady on the Dallas Cowboys, I think would be a really good team that would win a Super Bowl. But then you're looking at the, what happens with Dak Prescott. Um, the Los Angeles Chargers, I think, would be a good team. Um, he could end up back with the New England Patriots. He could end up with the New Orleans Saints, um, again, if they move on from Drew Brees to decide that um, – you know, Taysom Hill or Teddy Bridgewater is not who they want to go. Um, the Saints with Tom Brady, um, you're kind of swapping older quarterbacks at that point, but I think Tom Brady on the Saints would be a pretty good team. Um, and then the Tennessee Titans, which I think a lot of people were talking about earlier on um, after they saw how good Tannehill did and after Tannehill went into Foxborough and beat Brady, I feel like that's when the buzz for Brady to um, the Titans started kind of picking up. Um but I think that Tom Brady ends up in Los Angeles on the New Los Angeles in Los Angeles on the Los Angeles
2: Chargers.
1: Um I think that it that, just because they're a good young team, um, again, they've got a good defense. Um, they've got a a, a pretty decent offensive line. Um they've got some wide receivers. Um they they have Hunter Henry um, who may or may not be a free agent, but I think when they sign Tom Brady, they should convince Hunter Henry to come back for for a few more years. Um, and then I think they just need to either sign Melvin Gordon or draft a, a running back, um, and I think that would be a team that is going to allow Tom Brady to – um, whatever ends up happening with the Patriots, I think that would allow Tom Brady I think the Chargers give Tom Brady the best chance to show Bill Belichick that Tom Brady can win without him. Um I mean unless, you know, you look at it seem like the Cowboys are the Saints, which is not gonna happen. Um I think the Chargers give Brady the best chance to to prove himself. I think he makes the like a LeBron move where like LeBron moved to LA, one, because the Lakers are really good, but two, because LA is like the, um, entertainment capital of the world. And I think Tom Brady's ready to start looking at things that he can do, um, after he retires from the NFL. So I think the, the Chargers signed Tom Brady to a three-year contract. Um, I think they'll give him close to 30, $35 million, which I don't think he's going to get really from anywhere else. Um, and I think the Chargers, like they have Tyron Taylor, who If something was to happen to Tom Brady, Tyra Taylor is a good proven veteran backup quarterback um, who could step in and, and win a few games if Brady was to miss some. Um, but I think it also allows you to draft a quarterback, um, whether you draft like a Tua or a Justin Herbert or something like that, who could sit behind Tom Brady for a few more years. Um, and allow them to learn from Tom Brady. And then that's going to set you up with like a Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers to where when Aaron Rodgers came in, he was ready to go because he had sat behind Brett Favre for, for two or three years. Um, I think he drafted a quarterback, allowed them to sit behind Tom Brady, learn from the greatest of all time, and, uh, they'll be ready to go. So I think Tom Brady ends up with the Los Angeles Chargers on a three year contract next year. What do you think? I, you, I you
0: think we are. We are on the same wavelength. I do not oh, wow. believe – I don't believe Tom Brady ends up back with, with the Patriots. I think him and the Patriots are done. I think yes. it's either he retires or he goes to the Chargers. Uh, wow. The Chargers – I think the Chargers do all they can to sign him. I believe the Chargers try and draft do do whatever they can to try and draft a good young quarterback who they believe in. And then they sit him behind Tom Brady for the next two years so that therefore he can win because they have the pieces to win. And then he is also grooming that quarterback in the background. I think, and I hate to say it because that Philip Rivers wouldn't be able to, But I wouldn't be surprised if they then go on and win a Super Bowl on despite having all these great quarterbacks in the AFC um, and if he somehow goes out on top. But I believe that the only place Tom Brady will end up is the Chargers. I also agree with you. You said L.A. is kind of the entertainment capital of the world. Um, I think, like you said, he's looking at what can I do when football is done. Um, But his wife is a model, and she's been in Foxborough or wherever they're at all these years. Um, L.A. would be a, you know, the probably ideal scene for someone in that industry. I don't know. I'm just assuming. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) because of all these factors, um, I'll keep it short because you pretty much covered everything I was going to say. I think Tom Brady's an L.A. charger next year. Um, I think that is going to – and they're looking at ticket sales. They need to actually get people to come to their games because people are only convinced of one L.A. team, and that's the one that went to the Super Bowl. It is not the Chargers. So if by getting Tom Brady, that gets people in the seats. That is what right. they're going to try and do. Plus, you could win a few games while he is sitting there at the helm. I think he's desperate – to not desperate, but I think he wants to show that uh, Belichick didn't make him. That they just happened to both succeed together. And his only way of doing that is to leave Belichick. And I think yeah. that will happen this offseason. He'll either retire or he will be a charger. Um, so that takes us to our last person, Teddy Bridgewater. So now, I know we've got on record, I've put it on Facebook, I've put it everywhere I could, that we went on record saying that the Panthers should go after Teddy Bridgewater. I still believe they should go after Teddy Bridgewater, but I think Bridgewater comes down to two locations. I think it comes down to the Panthers still, or in the scenario that Tom Brady leaves, I think now the Patriots is up for grabs. And I think that he could be a solid fit in, um, in Foxborough with Bill Belichick, I think that because because um, um, he's a great thrower, I think that Belichick could, or not Belichick, but Josh McDaniel could really develop him into being what they want or what they need in a quarterback to run their system. He is only like 27 years old, so therefore, if you sign him to a contract, you can have him for the next like, you know. Seven to ten years still, because he's yeah. not a runner either. I know he has those injury issues from the stemming from that one made knee injury, um, but he's 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 got everything they need to move forward, and he showed that this season with the Saints that he is worth taking a shot on. Um, now the Panthers, it depends for me with the Panthers on are they going to try and tank for one of those top picks next year, the Justin Fields, the Trevor Lawrences? Mm -hmm. Or does Matt Rule not want his very first year in the league to be an absolute failure? Because I think they're already, and we'll talk about this next week, um, on who is set up for, for success of the new hires. But I think they're currently set up for failure, and I'm worried for them. And if they don't sit there and bring in a quarterback, because I think Cam Newton is gone, they're going to be, you know, bordering an 0-16 team next year. Um, And so Matt Rule needs to address that QB position, and I think that going after Teddy Bridgewater would be a great start because, once again, he's young still. It's not like you're bringing in an old guy just to kind of be a Band-Aid for a second. You're bringing in somebody who has starting experience has started for good teams, has seen the downfall, has risen back up, has been through adversity. He's done everything you would potentially want someone to go through to really grasp the the, the importance of the position. Um, and I think Bridgewater would be a great fit. Who I'm going to go with, though. And all of this predicates on me being or, or on us being correct at Brady Lees. I think Teddy Bridgewater – I think those are the only two te- real teams. I mean, I think the Colts might try and talk to him. I think that um, I think that several of the teams that Oakland may try and talk to him. Um, oh, which by the way, uh, Oakland's been been rumored as one looking towards Brady, but I ignored that because I don't think he wants to go to Las Vegas. Uh, <laughs> but. Um, I think teams are going to flirt with Bridgewater, but I think it comes down to two teams. Is it going to be the Panthers? Is it going to be the Patriots? And I think that with Bridgewater's situation, with him having that label of injury prone, with him wanting to get on top and not be a part of a team, that's going to be terrible. I think he's going to be future-focused. And if future-focused means potentially playoff-focused, I think his best bet is in New England when Tom Brady leaves, and I believe that Teddy Bridgewater will be with the New England Patriots next year. Because I don't know much about Jared Stidham and how realistic he is to be a starter in the NFL. um, Because he's Brady's backup right now, I think Bridgewater will be in New England as a Patriot this or next year season opener. What do you think?
1: Dang it, man. I, uh, I had it all planned out. I knew for sure that I was going to be the first person, or not the first person, but one of the only people to say Teddy Bridgewater to the New England Patriots. And I'll be danged if you didn't take everything that I was going to say. So, uh, yeah, people, nothing for me to add. I, uh, I agree with Aaron and all the points that he made. Bridge is going to have a like you said, Aaron, he's gonna have a lot of people that are interested in him. Um like teams that I, I wrote down, Bears, Cowboys, Panthers, Chargers, Dolphins, Saints, Patriots, Titans. Um the only reason I think he'd go back to the he'd go to the Dolphins is because he's from Miami and it'd be a cool homecoming. Um, but that's not going to allow him to win. I think if he was gonna play for the Dolphins, he should have done that last year. Um like you, I agree. It comes down to the Panthers or the Patriots. Actually, I think it comes down to the Chargers or the Patriots. And depending, again, like you said, depending on what happens to, to Brady, um, I think if Brady stays with the Patriots, then I think um, Bridgewater would probably end up in the Chargers, um, which would be a really exciting, fun, young team to watch. Um, and I'd probably become a, Los Angeles Chargers fan um, if Teddy Bridgewater ends up there. Um, but if not, which we both assume that Brady's going to leave, I think that allows Teddy Bridgewater at 27 years young um, to slide into the Patriots. And like you said, that gives them another seven to ten years. Um, where I don't think they really miss much of a beat. Um, I think Bridgewater steps right in. Um Bridgewater is a mobile enough quarterback. Like part of the reason that the, that the Patriots weren't as successful this year was because Brady is a stationary quarterback. He can't move around. Their line wasn't good. So when the line broke down, it just left Brady sitting back there. Um, the Patriots need to figure out their running game, but they've got Sony Michelle. I think Teddy Bridgewater, Sonny Michelle, um, Nikhil Harry, Julian Edelman, um, and then that defense, I think that could be, I think if the Patriots are smart, they're gonna make a run at Teddy Bridgewater. Um they're not going to withhold the checkbook. They're gonna say, Hey man, picking them out will give you whatever you want. Um I think Teddy Bridgewater in, in New England would be um, would give both both sides some the success. The only thing that I'd be worried about Teddy Bridgewater in New England is how he handles playing in that cold weather. Uh, because he is from Miami, he played in Louisville. Um, which I don't think it gets cold in Louisville but not like super cold. Um, and then when he played in Minnesota, they played in the dome. So, um I think the only thing that could maybe be like a little bit of an obstacle would be how Teddy Bridgewater plays in the cold. Um but I think I think that Bill Belichick's going to make a run at Teddy Bridgewater. He's gonna do everything he can to make sure that he succeeds. Um and I think it's gonna be interesting to see how many I think it's going to be interesting next year um, if you have Tom Brady with the Los Angeles Chargers and Teddy Bridgewater with the New England Patriots because it's going to be both Brady and Belichick trying to prove to the other person that they can win without them. Um So I agree with you. You took all my points. You took what I thought was going to be a really bold, hot take, Um <laughs> Bridgewater to the Patriots. So, yeah, that's all I got, people.
0: Yeah, and I like the take of the of the Chargers. I agree that it's uh, – because I think I, – I I like to think that maybe Miami, but I think Miami's going to draft a quarterback, and I don't think he's going to yeah. go anywhere because he's so young where he's going to be on a two-year leash, if you will, and then be set free. Uh, right. I think he's going to want to go somewhere that he can be for a while. I think it could be, you know, the Saints if Breeze leaves, but I think they're caught up on Taysom Hill right now. Because um, yeah. he's he's a little more mobile than Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I, uh, I I I think I agree. If if uh, if Brady does happen to stay in New England, I think the Chargers is an excellent fit. But I do believe, and you heard it here. I don't know if anybody else is talking about it. if They are. I haven't heard them say it. That on once upon East one twelve next year, Bridgewater will be a Patriot. I know we were happy to claim the whole we said it about the Panthers first Uh, but I don't think that's a real good setup for him but Bridgewater will be a Patriot Brady will be a Charger and everyone else uh, we've been on this podcast for so long I forgot where we said they're going to go but but, uh, but there you have it people let us know if you stuck around for the whole like hour and a half of this Um, let us know in the comments what you think Uh, if you skipped around or if you're eating this eating this listen to this in short chunks let us know did we get it right did we get it wrong how wrong were we how right were we what do you think who do you think is going where uh let us know on facebook uh once upon these 112 is the page again i'm aaron with me is donatist feel free to reach out on, to us on facebook instagram anything donatist anything left to say for our listeners
1: No, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Once Upon East 112. we got some exciting content coming to you guys next week. Hashtag teaser. We'll talk to you next week. We're
0: out. Talk to you next week. We're out. Thank you for listening.